Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hour number two of your Ben Jarofsky show is brought to you by the Chicago Reader and the Chicago Federation of Labor. Benny J, take it away. Every Wednesday, Monroe Anderson joins me on the show. Monroe Anderson, legendary Chicago journalist, former press aide uh, to Eugene Sawyer. And uh, every Wednesday, uh, he posts uh, the cheat sheet on Facebook. Monroe, I'm now going to read your cheat sheet. Thank you for posting it. Can you believe it? Joe Biden won the election eight weeks ago, and Trump and his... (laughs) I'm sorry. And his Republican sheep people are still incapable of facing facts. On January 6th, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, and there's a picture of Josh Hawley on, uh, on your, the guy looks like he's 19 for crying out loud. Anyway, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, am I mispronouncing his name, Monroe? You know, I don't think so. Uh, Holly is going to join in on the GOPers' last best chance at staging a coup. Are these people poor losers and unpatriotic Americans or what? Meanwhile, just like he mishandled the pandemic, resulting in more than 330,000 dead Americans, Trump is now handling the distribution, not handling the distribution of the va- vaccines. 20 million were supposed to be administered by the year's end. The actual amount is 2.1 million. Are you as grateful as I am that in 20 days we'll have a compassionate, competent president? Yes. And when on it's Wednesday, so Ben and I will be discussing how Republicans are attempting to defeat democracy in America on this podcast. Well put, Monroe. And of course, uh, no sooner did you write it than uh, some MAGA dude <laughs> um, chimed in. Can you believe it? Trump was the election, won the election four years ago. Uh, and eight, eight weeks ago, Democrats are still incapable of facing facts. Wow. These MAGA people are out of their freaking mind, Monroe. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, and and the picture I have um, below that of um, of the president and the president elect, ex president and the president elect, laughing. Yes. Um, that's because Gallup has has uh, announced that Trump is the most admired man in America this year. I saw that, and uh, I read the article. Uh, there was an article. In, in, it was the sisters. People know. Uh, first of all, let's just start by saying, forty-five uh, percent of America loves Donald Trump. Okay, because right. uh, let's just put that up there. There's no avoiding that. Uh, and he was the winner of this election. Uh, this is the kind of election that Donald Trump uh, loves. You can win by only getting 14% of the vote because he was admired the most, I think it was 14% was the vote he, what he's got. Uh, so I'm just pointing that out, Monroe. It's not like a, uh, a really crushing win for Donnie, but you know he's going to accept it anyway and just talk about it. And I'm the most popular guy. And I beat Joe Biden. Biden, I think, is at like 6%. And, it, and you know what? It actually verifies your point. It proves your point all year long for a year and a half. Monroe Anderson has been telling me 
The genius of Joe Biden is that nobody pays attention to him. He just hangs out in his in his basement. No one knows anything about him. And that's what it's going to take to defeat Donald Trump. Monroe, you've been telling me that since the right. summer of 2019. Right. And, and this and Calico I, verifies it. Yeah, and I think a, a year ago I told you that there was a uh, saying going around that said, Biden is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it proved to be true. He's good enough. <laughs> now, I'm going to say this. I just have to tell you, I didn't tell you this in the pre-show. It popped into my mind afterwards. Yeah. You know, Monroe's been giving me grief about Bernie Sanders for a long time because everybody knows I love Bernie. And Donald Trump right now, the Tribune, that dastardly Tribune, Monroe, they had this headline, Trump checks, $2,000 Trump check. Those are Bernie checks. It's the lefties in the Democratic Party that have been pushing this issue for so long, Monroe. Donald Trump at the last minute off the golf course says, yeah, I think I'll, uh, I'll go for $2,000 checks. Now the Tribune's calling it the Trump checks. Kind of yeah. irritates the hell out of me, Monroe. The, the Tribune is the Tribune. It has been since um, Dewey beats Truman. Yeah. <laughs> it will remain so. It has since the 80s when they put like Monroe was the bad, bad boy at the Tribune with all his articles about racism that he put up on his desk. I just love that image. They didn't, do, they didn't really like you too much in the Tribune, Monroe. All right. Uh, yeah. Before we get to further news, I have a question. I've, we've talked about this in the past. And just as the year ends, I, I need your wisdom here, Monroe. Um, 2020 versus 1968, in your humble opinion, which was the worst year? Uh, 2020. Why do you say that? It was, it was because there were so many more bad things going on. I mean, we had the Vietnam War going on in 68, but more people have died from Americans, have died from the pandemic than in all the wars. If you take Vietnam, World War II, uh, the Korean War, uh, you, you pile them all together, and more Americans have died from this virus than from that. And um, we, 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 we have a, a, an attempted coup going on. We have, we have a, a Great Depression that equals the Great Depression in unemployment. I mean, it's everything that could be bad. The only good thing that came out of this year was Trump got impeached. <laughs> and that didn't hurt hurt enough yet. Well, I'll make the argument for 1968 before we move on. And okay, um, uh, the the assassination of Dr. King and Bobby Kennedy, just those two events alone have done so much um, to destroy, like the hope the hopes that lefties have in this country. I call them lefties, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it, you know, just fed this notion that you can never win because if ultimately they'll just kill you. Uh, so I, I just think about the struggles of the Democratic Party uh, in the last f 50 years or so and their inability uh, to, to maintain a consistent ideology of helping people. Um, this, 
the continued perversion of race relations in this country. We're still in 2020. We have George Floyd. You know, I just, it's so much yeah, ideals. Go ahead. Argument. However, 2020 may well be the first quarter. And so it's a whole lot more to come. Mm. And we don't know how good or how bad that's going to be. Mm. We know how bad it is already. Mm. But we don't know. But yeah, but no, that, no. Sixty-eight was a a momentous year for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're not we're not done with this yet. Yeah. Uh, and and you know when I you and I talked earlier, mm-hmm. I, I forgot to mention that one other thing we should we should be discussing is that uh, Trump's people are not giving in the Department of Defense are not giving um, Biden's people all the information they need to make a safe and secure transition. Yeah, they don't recognize uh, that Joe Biden is the next president. Oh, they know that. They know that. It's it's, um, two things going on. Mm -hmm. One of those things is um, that they have so many screw-ups and everything that they don't want the Democrats to know about it, for fear that they'll talk about it now instead of later. Mm. And the other thing is that Trump and his people, um, knowing how inconsequential inconsequential his four years have been, are trying to um, handicap the Biden administration from the beginning so that he too will have a bad uh, four years. I mean, they, they don't care about America at all. No, no, you're right. It's sabotage. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. We saw it happen. You and I lived through it in the early '80s uh, with Fedoliak and Burke here in Chicago trying to sabotage uh, right. the Harold Washington administration. And I've been watching parallels to that experience play out with Republicans going after. De- they did it to to Clinton. You know, they they try to sabotage Clinton, a Dem, capital D, would sell out Democratic ide- ideals in a heartbeat if he got him elected, and he was too radical for him. So, oh no, they've been hating on him from, since um, Arkansas when he's governor yeah. of Arkansas. It's is in that something they hated Clinton. I can never understand why Republicans hated him so much. He, he wasn't that far removed from a Republican. They just they hated him because he beat him, Monroe. That's why they hated yeah. him, right? Right. And and plus, uh, he lived the life they wished that they could live, but they were pretending that they were not living it. And that's you know he's messing around with every woman he could get his hands on and, and getting away with it. Well, he didn't really get away with it, but that that's a whole other story. Yeah, uh, the very end. Yeah, I mean, he even so he even he survived Monica. You know, she she got the worst end of that deal. Yes, she did. Monica Lewinsky was really horribly treated. And now, I mean, we're really spending a lot of time in the past, but I do believe he should have been been impeached. I know it's Monday morning quarterbacking, uh, but his behavior was so disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. I think you can make an argument. Compared to, see, Trump has set a new standard. Richard Nixon doesn't look bad compared to Trump. (laughs) And, and Bill Clinton looks like a Boy Scout or a choir boy. <laughs> you have a valid point. Uh, you, yeah. You, I mean, Trump argued. 
Why? Why you critic? Remember his argument? His argument uh, when he was with when uh, the tape Hollywood Access tape came out, in which we could see him, everything right. he was saying, we could hear him. Right. His argument was, "What? What? Clinton did it? What's the big deal?" Right. Right. And America right. was like, oh, "Okay, sounds good to me." Hey, Clinton was at Epstein's place too. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. So uh, he was a he was a dog. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, now, here's, the, here's, a, here's a question for you. Go. While part uh, while Trump is pardoning everybody and his mama, mm-hmm. do you think that he will pardon Epstein's mistress? Wow, whatever Maxwell. Yeah, uh, Jane Maxwell. Ah, God, wow, the ultimate cynical move. Right. I say, I say no, <laughs> and I say no, um, because <laughs> because it he, he he pardoned four men who murdered innocent. Yeah. Citizens, Iraqis, nine-year-old boy. Yes. Okay. He pardoned him. So now. Why okay. So wait. Just so I got to be very clear about this, Monroe. The reason okay. I say no is not because I believe that Donald Trump is horrified by the dirty deeds of Jeffrey Epstein. I do not believe that for a moment. So yeah. I, you're absolutely correct yeah. to point yeah. out that he, Donald Trump he was benefiting from that. Yes, and I'm yeah. trying to think. I'm trying to put myself into Donald Trump's brain. Oh my God, uh, it's a very it's scary, it's frightful right. place. Exactly. Uh, there's, there's an empty bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken over here. Um, I mean, it's okay. I'm trying to put myself in his brain and see how he views the world when I said no, because okay. he's he, what he's trying to figure out, and it's a great question: is is it his best interest? Uh, to pardon Jusang Maxwell, or does it work against him to pardon her? And my guess is he would think it would work against her because somehow or other it would keep that story alive and his connection to it for four years, where if he just let her do her thing uh, and face the consequences. Okay, however. Go ahead. He was there. Yes. She was there. Yes. She knows what he did and did not do. That is correct. Yes. And so if she is put on trial and under oath and to save her own skin, mm-hmm. what tales might she tell? Yes. I mean, Valid it's just point. About, we, neither of us know, but we'll, we'll know within the next 20 days. Yes, we will. And um, you've, you've, you're, uh, your logic is very compelling, uh, and so if I had to put money in Vegas, I don't know how I'd play the get the the bet. My okay. initial instinct was no, but you know what? You lay it out there. She may have dirt on Trump, and that's one thing about Donnie. He right. takes care of the people that can hurt him right. uh, to, to cut him off. Right. Like so, if Cohen had played his cards right and right. shut up, Michael Cohen, the mayor, uh, the the uh, president's lawyer, right? Donnie probably would have pardoned him. Oh, he would have. He would have. But on the other hand, Cohen's done quite well with his book. Right. So you know, he, and, 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 and he and he can sleep at he can sleep at night soundly, and when he looks in the mirror, he doesn't get sick. Yeah. So uh, well, that is a great. I'm going to be thinking about that one. Uh, I'll be watching that one very carefully. Will Donald Trump <laughs> pardon Max? Oh my lord. Well, if he does, 
Uh, that means that she, uh, it's an attempt to silence her. You're absolutely correct. And he's been known to do things like that. All right. Uh, speaking of dastardly deeds by Donald Trump, one last attempt to uh, subvert the will of the voters will occur this coming Tuesday, I believe, when uh, Vice President uh, Pence convenes a meeting of Congress, both houses, to uh, officially approve the Electoral College votes. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my bad. Uh, It's Tuesday. Say that again? The election. The Georgia. Oh, that Georgia election. Yes, we'll talk about Georgia. All right, let's talk about the attempted coup on Wednesday. Uh, Oh my God, that'll be next Wednesday when you're on the show. It'll have just happened. Right. Um, What do you think is going to go? Process. What's that? It might be in the process. Yeah. Processed, depending on how many how many crazy Republicans um, uh, join in on the last scheme. (laughs) <laughs> to to go against the American people's will. That's good. The la- we had the last dance, the Michael Jordan movie, the last scheme. That's very good. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? We've been before judges fifty nine times and have won no case, unless you well, unless you do the the six feet ten feet apart. Um, case in Philadelphia. I guess that's a win. So they won one out of fifty nine. Wow. Uh, so what do you think is going to go down on Wednesday? How many Republicans are going to join this farce? Uh, not many, because M- Mitch has already told them not to do it. Uh, you know, because at some point, uh, they're going to have to go back to trying to look respectable again. And if, 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 if they go through with this attempted uh, seditious act, and uh, it's going to be irreparable. So he's told them to don't do this. Mm-hmm. However, you have um, some Republicans who have drank the flavor aid, or <laughs> uh, uh, what I actually call snake oil. But anyway, they are gonna, they're still trying to, I mean, I I think some of them actually, although there's no proof whatsoever, zero, zilch, they still believe that um, somehow the Democrats magically stole the election from Trump. Hmm. So I think there's gonna be, it's not gonna go anywhere because first of all, even if the Senate um, said, okay, fine. Um, we, 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 need, we, we need to uh, take another look at this. The House will put it to, to, to bed, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's two, 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 two various parts of government and the Democrats fortunately control the House now. Mm-hmm. If the Republicans were still in control, in, in control of the House, uh, we would have brown shirts marching around uh, mm-hmm. downtown Chicago by now. And uh, one of the interesting little uh, sideshows, I was just reading an article about this, uh, Republican senators who are going to oppress the issue are citing, of all people, uh, Senator Barbara Boxer, Democratic senator from California, noting uh, that she raised objections in 2005 uh, to the election of George 
Bush, his second term, over John Kerry, and she raised uh, concerns about voter suppression. And uh, Barbara Boxer is defending herself, Monroe, by saying that she was merely doing that to call attention to voter suppression tactics that, that the Republicans employed in states like Ohio uh, to, to try to keep black people from voting. Right. And, and deliver Ohio uh, to George Bush. Uh, and she was not attempting to subvert the will of the voters, whereas uh, Hawley and his crew are actively trying to have this election uh, reversed. Right. Uh, do you think there's any merit uh, to Hawley citing Barbara Boxer? No. <laughs> no. You know, it's just like um, they had the Biden rule. Uh, over Judge Merritt, remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they they talked about it, and it, it had nothing to do with nothing. You know, Biden was Biden was basically thinking aloud when he said when he said it, and um, and and they said that okay. Well, Biden says that it's okay to um, not seat anyone in their last year. So we're not going to do it hmm. until we do it later. <laughs> until we do it four years later. <laughs> well, it is important. I mean, I, I tend to laugh at this, laugh off this uh, exercise that'll take place next Wednesday, but it is important to know uh, Monroe that this, like you said, this could be the first quarter. That was a very uh, good point. And this could just be, uh, this could, this, this, this could be just part of a, a routine effort by the Republican Party uh, to deny a Democrat's victory when the Democrats have clearly won. This could be the start of something really bad is what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Now, especially if, if they get the Senate back, we're in for a rough ride. Because McConnell is going to do to Biden what he did to... to Obama once they got control of, of the Senate. Yeah. Now, they're, they're, the, 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 the Republicans in the House, their game plan is to take the House back in two years. And so if they can make Biden and the Democrats um, not accomplish anything, you know, if, 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 in, within the next three weeks, because of the way they've handled the um, pandemic 100 more thousand americans will have died mm-hmm. in that time span and they don't care i mean it's just amazing yeah. they, they don't care yeah well this is why it's very but georgia is exceedingly important but also right. beyond georgia and we'll talk about this later the democrats cannot cannot afford to make the same mistake they made with Obama, which is just lay down and go move to the right and follow the Ron playbook uh, and try to placate Republicans. Because Republicans, man, while Obama was playing nice. I don't think that's going to happen. The difference between Obama and Biden Mm-hmm. It's because Obama was trying very hard not to come off as an angry black man, because uh, they would have they would have made that an issue. 
So he's he was he was he 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 basically is a go along get along guy to begin with, but he was being particularly go along get along uh, to try to, to you know keep the whole blue blue state purple state um, mythology that he 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 expressed. At the uh, convention, there are no blue states or no red states. It's right. just the right. United States, right, right. And and um, he 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 saw the red states, and it wasn't pretty. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was that just marked uh, the tone and tenor of his uh, eight years in office. All right, uh, let's get to Georgia. You've been predicting over the last couple of weeks that the Democrats would prevail in Georgia. Everything comes out of Georgia. There's two runoffs, two Senate runoffs. And if the Democrats win both of them, they take the Senate. If the Republicans win at least one uh, or both, of course, they hold on to the Senate. Have you changed your prediction, Monroe Anderson? No, but but it's 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 going to be a squeaker for sure. But no, but I think when the dust is settled, we have new two new sheriffs in town <laughs> uh, because they have a better ground game. Uh, the Democrats do, mm-hmm. and because the Republicans are totally confused. You know, Trump is attacking the governor, the Republican governor of Georgia, mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the with his, his little stunt of um, demanding the uh, two thousand dollars for per American, which he couldn't care less right, whether uh, the American people got two thousand dollars or two dollars, but um, he just likes to get attention and this drew attention to him. But in the meantime, Purdue was running ads talking about how he had gone back to Washington and had gotten the $600 for them. Yeah. He had no got, okay. So, but now he is in this weird, he and uh, I keep forgetting the woman's name. Kelly, Kelly Leffler. Yeah, Leffler. Yeah, Leffler. Leffler. Uh, Leffler, yeah. yeah. Purdue and Leffler are in the precarious position now of going, well, we got you $600, but the president's got you $2,000, wants to give you $2,000. But $600 does not look like um, as good a deal as it, was, as it may have looked a week ago. Yeah, this is this is part of the reason why I get so upset uh, when I see a headline like I, the one I've been calling attention to in the Tribune where it says Trump checks, because one of the problems the Democrats have uh, is establishing uh, the fact that it's Democrats who fought for the two thousand dollars and that the six hundred dollars would, wouldn't even got the six hundred dollars if it wasn't for Democrats and, de- and Democrats do such a lousy job of promoting 
what they do on behalf of people. So that Donald Trump could come in off the golf course and in one day, suddenly it's the Trump $2,000 checks. And well, Monroe, I've been watching- that's not, that's not nationwide. I, I don't think it's a Trump, Trump $2,000 checks in the New York Times or in the LA Times. Uh, the headline in uh, the um, New York Times is, uh, Senate leader obstructs a vote on $2,000 checks. GOP pressure builds. Fate of proposal remains unclear as McConnell offers new bill. Uh, so they, um, uh, the, the lead is to Senator Mitch McConnell blocked an attempt by Democrats on Tuesday to hold an immediate vote on increasing the stimulus checks to $2,000, leaving the fate of the measure unclear as President Trump continued to demand the larger payouts and more Republicans publicly endorsed the idea. Nowhere does it say anywhere that the Democrats were the ones who pushed for this. Nowhere does it say it. Bernie Sanders' name is not mentioned anywhere uh, in this article. And uh, so I think it goes beyond the Tribune, uh, but you're right. Nobody but, I've only seen the Tribune call it Trump checks. So you're right. They just may be the worst of the worst. Oh, let's see what my beloved bright one did. Uh, did they even, it's, it's not even on the sun sometimes. Uh, sometimes didn't realize it was a story. Um, all right. So maybe I'm hoping that the Democrats do a better job going forward. Uh, and it's really important well, in Georgia. Your, your, your beloved Bernie is supposed to be um, filibustering. Yes. Before some, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yes, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I, I love the concept. Because again, it puts the it puts the Republicans in a in a quandary, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because do they go home for for the new year and be with their family and their supporters or what have you, or do they have to stick around and choose between going with with their president? who they have been against giving Americans, some of them are against giving anybody any money mm. whatsoever. You know, their attitude is if you give them that much money, then they'll just stay home and uh, not go to work at all. They won't, they won't go to work because Americans are um, naturally lazy as we know. So <laughs> if they got free money, then why would they go to work? Yeah, that's the Republicans just got this disparaging attitude yeah, about well, Americans. Yeah, only corporations and billionaires are, are worthy of uh, welfare. Free money, yes. Welfare. Right. Uh, the fruits of socialism only for uh, the capitalists. Right. Uh, I, I have concerns about Georgia, and Monroe, and get you to address this one more time, uh, because one of the candidates, Raphael Warnock, obviously is a black man, still not convinced that Georgia's uh, ready as a statewide uh, to elect him as senator. I'm still a little nervous about that. Uh, help me overcome my nerves. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what 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 needs to happen, and what I believe will happen, is um, the suburbs of Atlanta, uh, which, uh, contrary to what Trump believes, that is. It's, it's not 1950s white housewives out there, but it's all kind of women and people. And they will come out in greater numbers than they did in the election, the November election. 
mm-hmm. and they will turn the tide. Well, I'm hoping that is obviously hoping they can. and they were enough, by the way, just to, Joe Biden did win Georgia. Right. So, uh, you know, what's really interesting about this election and, and unnerving is that um, B- Biden won Georgia by 12,000 votes, a little less than 12,000. He won Wisconsin by uh, um, 10,000 or something. Mm-hmm. He won um, Arizona mm-hmm. by less than 10,000. Yeah. Had though, had he had Trump won those three states instead yeah. of Biden, we would be in deep trouble right mm-hmm. now. I mean, it's just by the skin of our teeth. Although you have that huge, huge margin of seven million people, popular vote. Yes. But that's mainly New York and California. And if you if you didn't if you didn't, if you took the votes away from those two, it would be a very close race, popular vote. Well, fortunately, you can't take the votes. That's like I know. Uh, I know. Right. my my uh, Washington Wizards fans friends. Uh, last night's Bulls game, where said Ben, if you take the <laughs> points that the Bulls scored in the first quarter out of the game, the Wizards would have won. I'm like, what kind of logic is that, man? It's the first quarter counts. <laughs> it's just like, huh, man, Wizards fans. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm only saying. I- I'm only saying um, that it's still scary out there. We've got a lot of work to do. Yes, it's true. And uh, the Electoral College works against the Democrats' best interests. Unless, I always say this, you move a bunch of people to Texas. Uh, there was an article in the paper, Monroe, I saw not too long ago, where some of the uh, red states are so underpopulated that they're uh, – trying to lure people uh, into the states uh, by giving them bonuses. So, and one of them, I think it was North Dakota. I want to say it was North Dakota. Uh, don't quote me on it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think Wyoming may have been in, in the mix. The point is, if, if they do a successful job of luring, they're looking for like millennial types, you know, uh, hipster oh, types. No, you can yeah, turn those states blue. Right, exactly. Now, Miami is trying to... Um, I just saw a, a, a piece an hour or so ago. My, Miami on, on GN, I think it was. But anyway, Miami is now trying to um, get uh, the cyber companies from California yeah. to move to Miami. Go ahead. And that would definitely turn California. It turned uh, my it turned Florida blue. Absolutely, right, exactly, exactly. Florida and Texas. Bada boom, bada bing, over. Yeah, right. Okay, over. I don't know why the Democrats are so resistant. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know? I know. I know. Because uh, yeah. California really doesn't need forty million. People. No, they don't need all those people. But you know, you know, my beloved Dems, they would rather this system where they barely eke out a victory with ten thousand votes in Wisconsin than something that might be. Last like like a hundred years. Well, you know, I mean, they, and and but re- but part of the reason Georgia is now turning blue mm-hmm. is because there's there's been this migration um, south. Yeah. For Americans, you know, if you go back fifty years, um, the, the country's largest cities were all in the north. 
are almost all of manure. Large populations, the largest populations. You know, back then, I think, for example, Philadelphia was number three. We were number two. Um, but as a result of the air conditioner, the invention of the air conditioner, people started moving south. They couldn't take the heat before, but once they got air conditioners and cars and, and homes, then um, the south started looking a lot more desirable. All right, but yeah. by the way, I just got to tell you this. Uh, I just got this news blurb from the Washington Post. McConnell yes. says Democrats' proposal for 2,000 stimulus checks has no realistic path to quickly pass the Senate. So give the Washington Post credit. They call it a Democratic proposal as opposed to calling it a Trump proposal. Uh, it has no realistic path to quickly pass the Senate. There's all sorts of games that are being played in the Senate, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mitch McConnell is trying to tie uh, the, the extra money in, in the stimulus bill to legislation that he knows the Democrats wouldn't want to pass. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah, because part of Trump, he he wants to add to a Trump's um, um, uh, conditions. Yes. To it. One is that there's an investigation of the election. Yeah. (laughs) To figure out who sold the election. (laughs) Yeah. And the other is... He doesn't. He, he he wants to see that um, the um, major um, online companies uh, are, are are like Facebook and Google and what have you aren't aren't protected. Yeah, which would hurt him. I, I we've talked about that in the past. By the way, you know what kills me, Monroe? This notion the Republicans keep promoting this notion that only the Democrats would steal an election. Republicans are proud of the fact that they would lie, they would cheat, they would burn tapes, they would break into houses, they would steal records of psychiatrists, all the dirty deeds of the Republican Party for the last 50 or so years. They're very proud of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, but they're, they've somehow or other convinced MAGA, and it doesn't take much to convince MAGA, that the Democrats stole the election. If you just took a look at the Republicans and the Democrats as just entities and saying which one is diabolically evil enough to pull off the theft of an election. I would say, hands down, the Republican Party would be the one that could pull that off. Right. And yet, as, as I've said on your shows over the years, many times, is the Republicans are back shooters. Yes. And the Democrats want to have a, a duel where you count to 10, <laughs> you're facing each other, and you, you know, a la Hamilton and Burr. Yes. By the way, my uh, New Year's resolution, this will be the year I finally see Hamilton. Monroe has been urging me for months and months to see Hamilton. I I haven't figured out how to watch it. Somehow or other, I'll figure it out this year. Subscribe to Disney (laughs) Press. $7 Seven dollars. <laughs> I want to see Soul too. That's on uh, Disney yeah, Plus. That's on Disney also. Yeah, then I run out of everything. It's like that's it. I've seen Soul and Hamilton and Hamilton. What else am I gonna watch? You know, Sleeping Beauty. I mean, you know. Oh, you can see Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? Okay, I <laughs> see Wonder Woman. All right. <laughs> Big, uh, this is time for everybody to listen to Monroe and then take your money to Vegas. Before I let you go, Monroe, okay. uh, people may not realize this. Monroe, for reasons I've never really figured out, remains 
a Bears fan, a passionate Bears fan. Every Sunday he watches the Bears, uh, one of the most mediocre teams in existence, one of the dumbest teams in existence. And you talk about ifs and what have you. Had they chosen Mahomes. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd be wearing a Bears T-shirt right now. What? I would be. If, I, I would totally be on the bandwagon if they had to- chosen Mahomes. Yeah, right. Exactly. But of course they didn't because I think they have a thing against black quarterbacks. I think you could take the word "think" out of that sentence. They have a thing against black quarterbacks. Yeah, right. All right. Nonetheless, we, uh, you re- you remain a Bears fan. So the big game. Yes. A decisive game that will determine whether the Bears make the playoffs or how high they go in the playoffs it comes down to a Sunday uh, battle with the dreaded, the dastardly Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. They've routinely spanked the Bears year after years, breaking our hopes and our desires and what have you. Will this be the year, Monroe, that the Bears finally defeat the Packers in an all-important late season game, your prediction. Did you hear the one about <laughs> they're making, they're doing a remake of there's something about Mary and Mary's going to be um, Aaron Rodgers. No, to Cherinsky. You didn't hear about that? No, I didn't hear that. In the original, it was Brett Favre. I did not hear about the, yeah, right. That was Brett Favre. That was pretty good, man. No, I strongly suspect. Oh, God, yeah. Green Bay might win. Might win? Thirty-five to eight, or something like that. How about a blowout? All right, Monroe. I guess we're not going to take our money to Vegas and bet on the Bears. Right, right. no. I, although they still could be in the playoffs. Although I, I, I'm, I wonder why everybody is so hell bent on the Bears being in the playoffs because they're going to lose the first game. Valid point. <laughs> they will have played and then they will have lost. And uh, yeah. I guess the I guess the major thing is that uh, Nagy will keep his job. Yes. To the playoffs. Bye, bye, bye. Yes. So that's why it's important for at least for a coach, Nagy. All right, Monroe Anderson, stay safe and sound. Have a happy New Year's. We'll talk to you uh, next Wednesday, all right? All right, okay. That's the great Monroe Anderson. Uh, every Wednesday, the Ben Jurassic Show. What you got for me, D? Any updates? Oh, oh, Ben, I'm so sorry. I was distracted there. I was just going over our top five list in our 10 Gates of Illinois Hell Countdown. The 10 Gates. Oh yeah, people, it's happening. At about 6 o'clock tonight, we're going to be live streaming. 5 through 1, the 10 gates of Illinois hell. The Ben Jarofsky Show end of the year countdown. What will be number one? Will it be Popcorn Gate? Will it be Madigan Gate? So many gates, you're going to find out. And plus, it will be available uh, at the Chicago Reader website, 
and wherever else you download your favorite podcast, chicagoreader.com. Make sure you join us for that. Also, no new live show tomorrow. That's right. New Year's Eve, we're not doing a show. New Year's Day, we're not doing a show either. Be on the lookout for new Benny J bonus interviews for you to download and bonus content as well. And while we're gone, make sure to check out the extensive Ben Jarofsky show archive over 800 episodes. We're also going to throw a best of up there. Uh, Craig Hodges, a former NBA player. We talked with him a few months back. It's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, it's want to remind everybody of that. Ben, anything you'd like to say? Uh, it's our final broadcast of the year here, man. Uh, you know, uh, I hope everybody has a really uh, healthy new year's and stay safe and sound. That's what I always say to people. Uh, and I have a couple friends. I don't know if they wanted me to go public with it, but I'm really thinking of you guys who are, uh, are not feeling well, to put it mildly, D, at this time. And uh, I'm sending out my best vibrations. You know who you are. Um, and I hope you get well coming into the new year. So I really want to give a shot. I, I'd say their names, D, but I don't think they want to go public with it. So yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm all good. Of them. All good. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, with brand new live shows back on schedule. All right. In 2021, we're the hardest working podcast in Chicago, we've said. And in 2021, well, we're still packing a lunch. Isn't that right, Ben? Yes, we are. <laughs> so I'm going to let Dr. D uh, take a day off He's every day. Come on, let's do another interview. Oh, do I got it? Yes. Oh, and tomorrow's my birthday. So I'm going to be enjoying that as well. So Is that uh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's my birthday. I probably did know that and forgot it. So your uh, birthday present is in the mail. Really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, like you just found out. Yeah. And well, it's already it's that, in the mail? You're getting really good on uh, with that new iPhone of yours. Yeah, I know. It's just like if that gift certificate for uh, Red Lobster has sort of been passed around, uh, now it's on its way to you. Oh, yeah. We're definitely, uh, we definitely need that uh, gift card back from uh, Red Lobster from the newsroom. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the 2020, uh, that's the year of Ben Jarofsky shows right there. We'll be back Tuesday with live shows. And thank you to everyone who listened. Uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, jumped over to the Chicago Reader as well. And yeah, take care, everyone. All right, I want to thank Monroe Anderson. Outstanding job as he does every Wednesday. Of course, the man, the myth, the legend, the pride of joy of Alton, Illinois, without whom the show would be possible, is Monroe Anderson. Uh, and Albert Berger will tell you, back home in Alton, they call him Dr. D. No, Give they don't. Raise, take it out of petty cash. See you on Tuesday, everybody. a chipper or something yourself, you can do that as well. Any way to reduce causing additional weight. A lot of times our Christmas trees are full of resin, which makes it very flammable. So that is not a good idea to do that, like for inside firewood.